We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Uh, I want us to go back there into Genesis, the second chapter. I want us to deal a little bit more with the fact of Adam's fall in Genesis, the second chapter. Let's read from verse 16. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest eat freely, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. Now, I want you to notice the way that God stated this. I think this is important for us to see. I want to read verse 17 again. But the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, now the Amplified says, the knowledge of blessing and calamity. Now, Adam had no need of the knowledge of calamity. He knew about blessing, but he had no need of the knowledge of evil or calamity. But... Of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. There's a little footnote here in my Bible that says, dying thou shalt die. In other words, he would start dying physically at that time. He would die spiritually at that day. So we need to understand that. Now, the trees in the garden he could freely eat except of the tree of the knowledge of blessing and calamity, or what the King James says, the knowledge of good and evil. Now, Adam had a choice. He could make his own choice. God gave him the right of choice. We've talked about that. Now, let's follow it on down until we come down to chapter 3, verse 1. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, has God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Now if you'll notice, she added a little bit to it there. Sometimes uh, people do that to the Word of God. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know in the day that ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Now you'll notice that the devil actually told a half-truth here, that ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. In the day that ye eat thou, your eyes shall be opened, ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. They already knew good. They were to gain evil by eating of that. When the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and it was pleasant to the eyes, a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, did eat, and gave unto her husband with her, and he did eat. Now, if you'll notice, verse 6 says that she gave to her husband with her, and he did eat. Somehow, down through the years, if you're not careful, you get to thinking that he was off somewhere naming bugs or picking fruit when she got in trouble. But he wasn't. He was right there with her. Now, I want to show you where the breakdown of authority and the key to understanding... This is one of the keys to understanding authority... 
in understanding how that Adam lost his authority is right here in this chapter. Well, you have to go back to chapter 1 and compare it with this chapter. Notice that the serpent said, Ye shall not surely die. But God said, Ye shall surely die. Now, what happened here? We've, for years, you know, we've heard it this way, and I don't know how we've let it slip by us and believe that Eve sinned first. According to the scripture here, Adam sinned first. And quite often people say, well, I just don't understand where you get that, but I got it out of the Bible. Let's go back to Genesis 1 and listen to what God said. Verse 28, God blessed them, said unto them, Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. Subdue it, have dominion over it. Now, God spoke this to the whole creation. Of course, Adam was created before Eve. Verse 27 says, So God created man in his own image and created him, and male and female created he them. But Adam was created first. God spoke to Adam what to do to have dominion, subdue the earth, and he didn't do it. Now, you notice here, the serpent says, Thou shalt not surely die. He stood there. He listened to everything the serpent said. Now, you know, sometimes that may be a little confusing to some folks. They say, well, serpents can't talk. But evidently, in that day before the curse, the serpent evidently walked upright. And evidently, it was not something unusual to hear a serpent talk. Because you don't see where they were concerned about a talking serpent, it seemed to be natural to them. But now, here's the point I wanted to bring out. The fact that Adam did not do what God said to do. Here's the serpent in the earth. God said you have dominion over every creeping thing. If it moves on the earth, you have dominion over it. And you subdue it. That was Adam's job. That was his commandment to do. But he didn't do it. There was authority to do it. He could subdue it. He had the authority to do it. He was under a mandate from God to do it, but he didn't do it. And he turned that authority over to the enemy when he did not exercise his authority. He had the authority to do that. If he had said, No, serpent or Satan, in the name of Almighty God, you have to leave this planet you have to get out of here. I believe with all my heart that Adam had the authority to banish Satan from the planet Earth and he had never returned. But he didn't exercise it for some reason. I don't know why he didn't. The Bible doesn't tell us. But if Adam had done what God told him to do, I don't believe Eve would ever have eaten of the fruit. You know yourself that if Adam had said... Uh, Oh, no, God said, Thou shalt surely die, and you said, You shall not surely die. Now, one of them is lying, and if i got to pick one, it's got to be you. You know that Eve would have joined in with him, and they would have run that serpent out of the garden. They would not have eaten of the fruit. But because Adam let down on his authority, what God had commissioned him to do, it caused Eve to sin. But Adam sinned first. Now, I want you to see that. Adam disobeyed God. Disobedience to God's commandment is a sin. And God told him to subdue the earth, have dominion over it, to hedge it about, guard it, and keep it from all intruders. That's the idea in when it says to hedge about and protect it or, or keep it. 
That's the idea there. Hedge it about. Keep it from all intruders. Adam didn't do it. He allowed the enemy to come in. And you know the story. They, faith turned to fear and they were afraid. Now come on over to the 15th verse. Well, let's start with verse 14 where the curse is spoken of. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above all beasts of the field, and upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed, and it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Now this is a very significant scripture here, verse 15, where God prophesies the defeat of Satan. And he says, the seed of the woman will bruise the head of the serpent. And we're going to come back to that. We're going to deal with it in another session and talk about the miraculous conception because it was the miraculous conception that brought forth the seed that was to bruise his head. Now, as you follow this down and you notice the curses that came upon the earth and came upon man because of the sin. But now let's come to verse 22. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us. Now, notice Satan gave a half-truth to Adam and Eve. He told them a half-truth. He didn't tell them the whole truth. He said, You'll become as gods, knowing good and evil. Well... They did learn some things, but it was not something that they needed. The thing that Satan failed to tell Adam and Eve was that the day you eat of this tree, you will gain the knowledge of blessing, how to bring blessing and calamity by the words of your mouth. But the problem was they wouldn't be able to control the words of their mouth after that day. And as you get over into the book of James The third chapter, James said, The tongue is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. It's set on fire of hell. Well, certainly God didn't set the tongue on fire of hell. It's because of the evil that was brought about here. The fall of Adam and Eve was directly connected or indirectly. Personally, I believe it's directly connected to the tongue. When they ate of the fruit, it poisoned their tongue. In fact, chapter 3, verse 1, it says, The serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Now, the word serpent there in some of the translations is poisoner. The poisoner. He poisoned their tongue because of their disobedience in disobeying God. Words was what created all things. And the enemy knew, Satan knew, that he had to get to the tongue of God's creation to poison the whole world. And it was through this, through this fall of man, that he lost control of his tongue. You know that God did not create man, give him a tongue and a voice to be set on fire of hell and to be full of deadly poison. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you this is the last day for the CD offer number 7237. It's called the Dominion Principle. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. In this series, we share with you how the kingdom of God works 
Jesus always took physical things, things that people knew about, in one hand, and then showed you how spiritual things work. Because the laws that govern the spirit world have been extended into the earth. If you can understand how to raise a garden, you can understand how to operate in the kingdom of God. You sow a seed and you reap a harvest. In the parable of the sower, Jesus said that the kingdom of God is if a man cast a seed into the ground. So we have to plant the seed. And as you study that parable, the word of God was the seed. The heart of man was the soil, the ground that it was planted in. And it produced after its kind. Now, that's important for you to understand that what you're speaking and saying and proclaiming is going to happen exactly like you say it. Jesus said, Whosoever shall say, believe, doubt not in his heart, believe what he said will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. You see, the seed you plant has dominion over the soil. Just as a seed planted in the ground forces the ground to produce corn, cotton, or whatever the genetic makeup of that seed is, the ground cannot decide what to raise. It's called the dominion principle. It'll give you insight in how to operate in the principles of the kingdom. That's offer number 7237. It's called the dominion principle. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. A total of $19. Toll free order line is 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.